Hello, brothers and sisters. Uh, Joe Zink uh, coming to you again with um, Cup of Joe on Wednesday, April the 15th, what is normally tax day, but today uh, that tax day has been lifted. And so uh, I'm hoping you're feeling uh, your spirits brightened a bit by that. Um, so uh, it is Wednesday uh, of the octave of Easter. I, I wish you a happy Easter wherever you are listening to this, uh, whether you are at home staying safe, whether you are uh, uh, in an apartment, whether you are the family, spouse, uh, or whether you are on your own, I wish you every blessing and joy. And, uh, and please know that our love and that of our parishes, our three parishes of St. Anne, Saints Peter and Paul, Holy Rosary, uh, are with you. Uh, and we continue to be the body of Christ um, together, even if not uh, in physical presence, in spirit with one another. Uh, and on mission and in joy uh, of the resurrected Christ. And so, my friends, let's read the gospel for today, uh, which we are finally into Luke. We have had Matthew for a couple of days. We've had John. And so now we are hearing a, a marvelous, wonderfully deep, rich story from the gospel of Luke. Uh, if for those following along at home, Luke chapter 24, verses 13 to 35, the story of the road to Emmaus. So let's pray. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped looking downcast. One of them named Cleopas said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, stay with us for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So we went in to stay with them. 
And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, I mean, again, this is such a rich story, and there's so many ways and so many things we could talk about it because it is just chock full of things that it's like, oh, this is amazing. And frankly, I wish Mary Jo Meyer were here right now because she could talk about this. This is her favorite story. And... Um, and would, would take up this podcast. Maybe I need to do that and have guest speakers on this cup of Joe. I mean, goodness sakes, her middle name is Joe. It would work. It'd still be a cup of Joe, just no E at the end uh, today if she were talking. Um, okay, so let's set the story. Luke chapter 24. Uh, just as this story recounts the first chapters of Luke, so 1 to uh, 12, talk about the women going out uh, to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning, like they do in Matthew, uh, like they do in Mark and John. And the women find the stone rolled away. Uh, they look in, they see the body is not there. They wonder what this means. They turn around and then two angels appear. And it's that marvelous story or that marvelous line. Um, why do you look for the living one among the dead? Uh, and, uh, and they explain uh, that Christ is alive, but the women are like, whoa, not sure we believe him. And so they move forward and go forward, believing, you know, kind of that same as uh, Matthew said, fearful but overjoyed, <laughs> carrying both those things. And they go back and tell the 11, and Peter runs out. That's uh, where John kind of gets that same image uh, in his gospel, of course. Uh, and so Peter runs out and looks in and is amazed that finds things just as the women have said, but goes home again uncertain because at that time um, he, hadn't, he hadn't appeared to the 11. So he just was on the word of the women. And so they were, the whole community was uncertain what's going on. And it was in the midst of this that Cleopas and this other person are walking away to this town of Emmaus, seven miles away. So in a sense, they're, they're leaving. They're, they're kind of hopeful because they even mentioned that to Jesus. Are you the only one who doesn't know what's going on? You know, this Jesus then has a We thought we'd, he would redeem Israel, a prophet, mighty in word and deed, uh, crucified, killed. This is the third day, and these things have happened. These women have said that the body is... Is, is taken away, but yet two angels have said he's alive. But we're, we're, so we're hopeful, but not sure. And so we're kind of, we're kind of getting out of town. Um, and Cleopas, we don't know a lot about old Cleo, uh, but we know his wife was at the foot of the cross. And if you reference that, um, oh gosh, I, I, I didn't put it. I should have referenced it before I started talking about it. But Mary, the wife of Clopas. Uh, was uh, was at the foot of the cross when Jesus was dying. And so 
this is clearly a connected couple, not one of the 12, but in the close circle beyond that of, of disciples. And so they're leaving. And so we don't know whether this was Mary and Cleopas leaving. Perhaps it is a married couple. They don't say. It just says Cleopas. And so um, I, I think it's a wonderful image that this woman and man, this couple, are leaving. And Jesus approaches them. And, and I think I'll really only focus on that because there's so much to focus on. The fact, brothers and sisters, Jesus says where two or three are gathered, I am in their midst. And these two, even in the midst of their fear and uh, being overjoyed or wondering, just open enough to say, something's going down, but we're not sure. Jesus approached them and dialogued with them, even though they did not know, and opened up the scriptures for them on the way, uh, even to the point where later they said, how are we so blind? Did we not know? Were not our hearts burning within us when he opened up and explained all of these things to us? Um, and that wonderful, odd little um, part added to the story that when they get to Emmaus and they get to their home, which again leads me to believe this is a couple, this is so fantastic, Mary and, and Cleopas walking away. Um, and Jesus acts like he's going on. But they say, stay with us. And they invite him in. And it's not until the breaking of the bread that their eyes are opened. Brothers and sisters, I guess the nuggets that I would invite us to share is similar to yesterday, when Mary Magdalene didn't know Jesus was speaking to her, she thought he was the gardener that this resurrected Christ clearly comes to us in a different way. Not just as Jesus the human. They would have known Jesus the human very clearly. But he comes to us in ways now that are known to us because it wasn't until he said Mary that she knew and she knew immediately. It wasn't until the breaking of the bread that they knew or their hearts were on fire that they knew. We just have to pay attention differently. Whenever, brothers and sisters, our hearts are on fire, when they are burning within us, we must know that the Christ is present. But he is present not as the person of Jesus, a long-haired person, uh, that walked this world uh, 2,000 years ago, but he is present as the resurrected Christ, and he comes constantly in new ways. Um, but, but we have to invite his presence. We have to engage it. Not only did he approach them, Jesus, the resurrected Christ, approached them on the way, but they engaged him in conversation and welcomed him, and they had to invite him in to their place when they reached Emmaus. Otherwise, he would have kept walking on by. Brothers and sisters, God will not do all of this for us. This is a dance, and you and I must say yes to the encounter of the dance. The resurrected Christ will approach us and invite us into it. We must not be so filled with fear 
as to say yes, to know he will come to us in ways we do not know and expect. But how do we know? Through our hearts burning within us, through things as simple as bread being broken and our eyes are open. May your and my eyes continue to be open and our hearts be open to that burning when we know the resurrected Christ walks with us. And may we, may we say yes to the invitation to engage and to dance in this partnership. Let's pray. Today's rosary is the third glorious mystery, the uh, uh, descent of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost. How wonderful. So let's give a moment for an intention for which you would like to pray today. And let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Brothers and sisters, I wish you every joy and blessing uh, until we can be back together again.
God bless and happy Easter.